this show will probably get the most comments. I'll probably get the most feedback. It'll either be like what he said, or that guy's mental. It'll be one or the other. I, I never get a middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going, you're going to get yeah one way yeah. or but I hope I kind of for your show. I hope I kind of answered maybe in a long roundabout way for certain things, but I hope I kind of answered yeah. what you wanted to achieve from the podcast itself. That um. Well, I want to help people uh, in their mental health, and the the biggest problem I'm having with my mental health is my reality with society. Yeah, it's it's like it's all very well I can look with appreciation and all these great glib things that people say in memes or how you do and what you should do to improve your own mental health. And I can meditate and whatnot, but then I still got to interact with the fucking insanity that is outside my front door. And that is the issue I'm having is I, I don't want it to, I don't want to have a tipping point where I become like uh, some sort of lunatic with a gun. Fatherfinney.com is alive and kicking like the beast that never sleeps designed by diablosdesigns.co.uk. By a lovely man called Dan. The devil's in the detail. And now, to the show. Welcome to the best that man can get. And today's guest is a man forever pushing and showing us through the lies of life. A man of Ireland, fortitude and great intellect, to even where those who disagree with him will still carry on thinking about him several days later. He's a presenter of the Mind Wars podcast. It is banned regularly for being honest. This may be one of our last honest men since Diogenes ran out of paraffin. It's Chris Ryan. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks very much, James, for having me on. It's hey, brilliant. yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've got an opening question because you have to, in your vocational field that you communicate in, you have to do a lot of digging. So let's start with a basic one. The world is full of lies, but and you know about them. But as a kid, what was the worst lie you told and what was the best lie you heard? <sighs> Well, I want to start to show it. Uh, what was the best lie I heard? Jeez, you've got me on these ones, and there's lies around me every day of the week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the best lie I've told. Jesus, that's food for thought, to be straight with you. Um, yeah, okay. that's, uh, uh, there's so many. It's like if somebody was talking to me, I kind of go, oh, yeah, I remember that line out, what you're actually talking about. That was very yeah. bad and deceitful. But yeah. Uh, now on the spot, unfortunately, I can't answer you on what is the greatest uh -huh. lie I've been told or the greatest lie I might have taught myself when I was a young little wee lad back in, did back you, in the ever, land of era. Did you ever try and wag school, get the day off and feign illness or anyone, anything like that? Yeah, we did. Did them usual that, that everybody done and done a couple of white lies and said, yeah. you know, I felt sick, but I didn't really feel sick. And you're kind of, yeah. oh, maybe I need to stay at home today because for whatever reason, you know, maybe I don't want to do the maths test or something like that. And then, you know, or you kind of go in, but you hang around the school corners and and, and yeah. further afield and you don't actually bother going into the actual classroom itself so and people forging notes that you know are maybe in their <laughs> 20s that can actually sort of forge stuff because at these certain ages you're not good at forging stuff yourself and the teacher knows these things yeah. so yeah stuff stuff like that all right that many people would have done but not an extremely uh, over my head or out of the ordinary that completely changed my life or something because some huge lie that was perpetrated on me or that i might have put onto others back in the day that i can say so um yeah, sorry on that one. There's no real uh, huh? boom moments to, to, ah. to give way to people to kind of say, oh, shit, that, that's actually a good one. But um, Maybe that's oh. one for the confessional box, is it, uh, one day back in Ireland? Probably, or maybe one of your own. Once uh, <laughs> afterwards, once they come off the, the show, I'll be like, shit, actually, I need to go back out for an extra couple of minutes because I'm just realising now it's hard to come back. <laughs> need to go make right what has been done wrong. Well, that's exactly. fine. Um, okay, now, my audience... My purpose or mission is to help people who feel overwhelmed succumb, succumbing to whatever's going on in life. 
Now, I'll be straight with you. It's interesting that the timing of this show is at a point where in the last 24 hours, my hatred for humanity, my hatred for the United Kingdom, my hatred for those around me is rocketing. My patience and tolerance for the, the literal amount of bullshit that is flying around and people are accepting it and living with it, even when they don't believe it. Mm. Um, like yesterday, the UK Prime Minister thanked the UK for its bravery. Whereas I personally think the UK were a bunch of spineless cowards. Yes, that's a wild generalistic point of view of mine, and I'm probably painting everyone with the same sort of brush, but that's how I feel. How do you deal with that sort of... Do you ever get feelings like that, given the nature of work that you do? It's a good question, and I have been asked it sort of every so often. I get asked the question of, in a, in a roundabout way, Chris, you're doing this stuff sort of seven days of the week, night and day. A lot of the stuff you talk about is very negative. It's doom and gloom. How do you... <laughs> how do you like concentrate how do you function yeah. in, in a normal society with going on like, like how is it once you're off camera how do you work behind the scenes how does it go does it affect you first thing in the morning are you thinking about it when you go to bed at night yeah. do you have dreams about it so on and so on i guess my answer to it is uh, and it might everybody's every individual is different but my answer to it is because i've been on the road so long for so many years i've been researching all this kind of stuff and what's actually going on in the world so i, I guess i've climatized to it a certain amount over time so i don't let it actually encroach in me i don't let it actually I don't absorb it to the extent that it's actually affecting my life. Yes, mm. I'm reading through stuff, reading all these dates and times and killings and depopulation and eugenics and loads of stuff going on around the world, but I don't actually kind of let it sit in me and kind of go, oh, we're doomed today. That's it. <laughs> Put on the pens, finished, give up, and that's it. I kind yeah. of stay, I stay going on. And I come to the realization of that, um, that there's there's three types of people, like what you're saying, of you're getting frustrated, even if they know the evidence is right there in front of them. It's like you want to bang their head off the wall. Like, how much more evidence can I give you? Like the, for you to wake up, I'm spoon feeding you here at this stage. Yeah. So um, and my thing to it basically is there's there's three categories, I would say, of people that's out there in the world, be it the UK, Ireland, just across the globe in general. And this is how we can deal with these kind of people. Is kind of you have the people who are one side of the group of people are extremely awake. You have the other people who are in a coma. And are going further into the coma every day yeah and but while they're going further into the coma there's more and more coming out of that coma so then you, you get to the the middle group and the middle group are the people who are kind of how should we say they're sitting on the fence so they're kind of looking in both directions the coma group and they're looking at the people who are extremely awake as well and kind of going mm, it's safer to go back into the coma but those guys are actually saying something right i don't quite understand what it's about but something feels really really wrong here at the moment and i don't know what to do but so they're sitting on the fence kind of going what will i do but a lot of questions they ask themselves is, I kind of know there's something so wrong. Can I make that leap over to the fence of the guys who are actually awake and, you know, come to that side of humanity, maybe be on the right side of history for want of a better uh, yeah. statement. So yeah. the trouble with those guys is a lot of them actually ask themselves, okay, I can do it, but, and the but is, what's the consequence for me of doing it? Yeah. So it could be in a work situation. I know what's right. I need to open my doors, but I'm afraid to open my business because the police might call the next day. It could be simple examples like that. So yeah. they know they're very frustrated, but they know something's so wrong in the world. But I'm I'm kind of in me personally now, just speaking as those three categories of people. So I'm on my podcast trying to wake up as many people as I can as well. But I've come to the realization that it's a case of I'm planting seeds. So my podcast could be listened to in Australia, so Africa, different places across the world, like your own for Africa say. Yeah. I know I'm not going to wake up every single person. And I know personally talk to people, it's out of my feet. I cannot do it. Doesn't matter how awake I am and how much research I do and how much I tell these people. It's like almost like, like over in China where they have a firewall. 
only certain amount of information will kind of get in and out of the country and their brains are just like that they're so brainwashed over time and a simple example would be where we are actually in the united kingdom at the moment the bbc for example it's it's, it's an extension of our arm it's a box in this in the corner of the room that's been there for decades after decades after decades and it all is be absorbed into the subconscious and the conscious over time people don't even realize over decades before any of this COVID 19 nonsense came about they just basically are like completely brainwashed it's like, it's like a form of mind, mind control or yes. the mk ultra the famous one back in the states over time that they're absorbing this that they're in this other reality that they don't they can't compartmentalize to actually what's going on so all the evidence you show them even the people kind of go I know what you're saying and yeah that, that's actually right and makes sense compared to what the government are saying but i'm still kind of going to do what the government says anyway so yeah. that's the frustrating part i'm sure you're feeling a lot of people are, are feeling but to round that off is i'm trying to it's not in a selfish way to kind of say well the people who are in a coma and going further into the coma every day let them off there's nothing i can really do about it it, it is like that but it's not, i'm not kind of selfish in the way like i'm kind of you've come to realization as i say you can't wake these people up so i'm kind of more for let them off Wish them the best of luck, wear their masks, get their vaccines, <laughs> get their vaccines, give them a blessing like you would, and, and let them off. And that's kind of it. So I'm yeah. more I'm more trying to get the people who are the community or on my side of things are fully awake. I want a better world for humanity. But the people in the middle are also the people I'm after. I'm trying to attract because that guy in the fence with his ear kind of cocked, kind of going, Will I want I starting? I'm kind of trying to lend an ear or trying to learn a voice into his kind of saying, look, this is what it is. You need to kind of take that leap of faith or take that 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 risk because you know all things in life. Were done through through risk to basically for the greater good in a lot in a lot of ways some fail some are great successes yeah. um, but you have to take that risk and that responsibility in life and realize the united kingdom government and all governments irish government and all governments across the world are criminals um to the highest order and they have lots and lots of blood in their hands through the measures that they have done through the lockdowns and everything they've done all the depression all the suicides uh, the pedophilia the child abuse it goes up and up and up and nobody's talking about it. they are talking about in certain things extents but nobody wants to hear about it yeah. It's all about protecting elderly. It's all about this, this, and this. But we know the reality is um, what they're after. I mean, their own, their own graph show themselves. The whole thing is a is a complete fraud in what it is. So, I hope that kind of answers your question. Is in the people of frustration, the people mm. are there. Is there's those three categories of people that I would class that's there, and we can't. People get bogged down a lot on the ones that are really in the coma, and you feel frustrated. You're like, there's the CDC stuff. There's the WHO. Even if you're going by their mainstream statistics. There's the ONS. There, it's all there. Why won't you listen to me? Like, what's wrong with you? I'm trying to. I'm here for your greater good. <laughs> yeah. And you just come to realization it's um, it's not going to happen. So you'll end up spending weeks and months, and you will be the one that will turn your heels and get so frustrated over these people that people families are starting to follow. I know families who are starting to follow each other. Oh yeah. I know there's whistleblowers, uh, NHS whistleblowers in England that they've um, the whole family have disregarded because they've come out and said what a scam this whole thing is. So they have disregarded their daughters and their brothers and their sisters because they think they're wackos because of what's going on, because they're so fed into that narrative of actually what's going on by the by the mainstream and, and by the government themselves. What uh, what got you as a what was the first thing you recall in life that made you go, this ain't right? Yeah, so there was um, there was no aha moment i guess if okay. you want to put it that way there was not yeah. a penny dropped all of a sudden but what it was it was a slow increment uh, stage after stage and i suppose it was kind of it was a couple of years probably after 9 11. no particular thing was going on and i was getting more information fed to me i was looking into stuff like um uh, info wars i was looking into stuff like um 
the, the JFK assassination, kind of history, stuff yeah. going on in the past, and thought, oh yeah, that's all in the past, there's nothing we can do about now, it is what it is, and that's kind of what happens, you kind of believe that narrative, you don't really think there's any sort of conspiracy involved, you just think, well, that's what it is, and move on, there's no more to see, close the book, and here we are. Yeah. And then you get into more shows like uh, the likes of Infowars, be it David Icke, I mean, there was plenty of them back in the day, so you start getting a bit of each, and kind of start pondering, and you don't believe it straight away, you start pondering and sitting there, and kind of going, actually, that makes a lot of sense, then they look into stuff with the the, the Flintons and you look into stuff with so many other people and you're kind of going shit there's actually there's more to this than I actually thought so you kind of I think it takes you could get the very same individual as me in that in what I've just said there now in the last couple of minutes but they were kind of don't have the interest to go further down that rabbit hole they want to go okay stuff out there weird it's a bit different than what we're being taught in the mainstream but I'm just going to let that there because I'm happy in my married life walking my dog every day and do my job Monday to Friday I don't need to be looking somebody else can start out somebody else it's not really affecting me around me so i don't need to go down that rabbit hole anymore whereas i was at the the frame of mind that i'm very like i want to know what's going on in the world i really want to dig further and further all the time so everything that comes up is mm. straight away i'm always going ripping layers and layers and layers behind it to see actually what's really going on what's the real message because this is what they're telling us but is this a, a scapegoat for something else that's going on around the corner so I guess for me personally, just grabbed my attention span. And the more I, I came across these things that didn't quite add up, but I didn't know exactly what they weren't adding up for, then you get more information over time. Then you I say, go, go back to Alex Jones, you go back to loads of people in that field and you're kind of going, they're called cracked and mad conspiracy theories and all this, but, but you kind of look at some of the stuff that has been put out and you're going, they're actually not so mad because the logical and the evidence and the stuff that adds up and all proof of documentation that's never ever shown on the BBC or Sky News or CNN or any of these channels, you're kind of going, hang on a second, there's a whole new world here of stuff going on that we're not being fed on, on a daily basis. And there's yeah. a very good reason why we're not being uh, fed that, that particular information. So then that just drew my attention. I was kind of drawn to it almost immediately as, as to what it was. And as I say, the rest is, um, the rest is history because as, as you go on, I can say personally is that once you see we're living in these two worlds um, you, and they're very, very close together. They're almost, they're bumping off each other um, and they, they come across very, very similar. But when you realize that um, the the path for humanity is completely different to the path you were led to believe and your parents were deceived and everybody else was, was deceived at the time, you kind of come to realization there's there's more to discover here. And all I can say in that matter is once you're awake and once you have that, well, not so much weight, once you want to be awake is the thing because there's plenty of people who see information that is out there and they kind of go, that makes sense. But I still will cower back in the corner because mm. it's, it's weird stuff i mean i was talking about stuff 2013 2014 i was over in new zealand i was telling stuff family members and other people i was talking about rfid chips in sweden different things that, that wasn't really mainstream you'd have to go digging for it you might have found it in books but the average joe public said would have never found this stuff and i always got these kind of things of like six months later two years later oh chris do you remember that stuff you're talking about yeah they're like oh it's in the mainstream now that yeah it's actually coming true what you're talking about and i goes well I didn't have any crystal ball. I've no one to like do this <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. It's just called doing your own massive amounts of independent research, uh, yeah. using critical thinking and actually kind of getting on with it. So that's kind of that. But and once you, I say, finally, once you do become awake, you will always. Um, I've met. I have to, yet have to meet a person who is who is awake and really wants to be awake and know what's going on in the world. That you, it's like um, the easiest way I can uh, describe it is you will always look straight straight ahead all the time. You will never look in the rearview mirror once you realize the deceit and the lies you've been going through for decades and decades and your family and, and all the people before them so mm. you just want to go down a rabbit hole further and further and it's um it's a never-ending uh, story because it's literally an open book you can never ever close it even once the COVID-19 stuff is over there'll be something else and before it, there was something else as well yeah. so that's what's getting all the momentum now is obviously the COVID-19 uh, nonsense that's going on but there's so so much else uh, going on in the world and uncovering more and more stuff um, every day and even the greats that are around 
they're still discovering stuff at the moment. Yeah. What What did your What did your family think of you? Because I'm assuming you would have been technically a black sheep at some point. How did that go down? Were you accepted or go, oh, that's Chris, that's the way he is? Or did people start to push you away and mock you? Um, it was kind of, I suppose it weren't uh, the black sheep in a, well, in one sense you were in theory, in the sense that um, you were kind of the only one in your family and extended mm. family talking about this stuff. So you could say in that matter, you're a bit of a, an oddball, one out of 50, one out of a hundred, whatever family, extended family mes- members are there. But, um, and there was very little people I knew around me talking about it as well. So it was, hard, it was actually hard that I personally knew to, to make a connection with. So it's kind of, you felt you're on your own for, quite a number of, of years so when you do mm-hmm. find one or two people male or female you're kind of you want to latch on them straight because you can actually bounce this stuff off because when you've so much information in your head even in the early stages you're still trying to uncover understand stuff you want to explode onto people and just tell oh my god you know this is going on this i was ringing people even when i was in australia back in 2008 2009 tell them this this and this is going on making phone calls back to ireland and this is what's going to be ahead this is the plans and people are kind of to be honest people are kind of listening kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as it went on, they go, here's Chris and the mad one again, talking this kind of weird, <laughs> weird wonderful stuff. And you yeah. found out people didn't really want to hear it. But in a nice way, they'd be kind of saying, anyway, sure, I got to go now. I'm a <laughs> the husband's in now. And da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized after a while, I was like, yeah, okay, you're just trying to get me off the phone now because you don't want to actually listen to what's going on. And then I had yeah. some people who didn't want to hear uh, because the stuff I'd said beforehand came true. And because then the they didn't want to hear so because they felt it was frightening so they mm. said i don't actually want to know i prefer to stay in ignorance than to know the stuff you're telling me because i've seen in the past some of the stuff you said actually has come true and i won't say some pretty much 99.9 percent of it has come true and um and i wasn't doing it there's other people out there that were were talking about the same thing but it was on a more low key level stuff we wanted but uh, of course the social media got bigger and bigger mm. um it was easier to get the message and it was easier to find stuff and now we're doing the 360 censorship is is slamming everyone uh yes. like myself and others and um, for anything you say banned censored straight away or miss medical medical information everything by the who guidelines and so on and so on so that's, yeah. that's kind of where we're at yeah it's it's um i, I gotta be honest it is a, a relentless struggle and i as i was said before about what i was thinking last night in in i totally agree on what i see and what you get into the predominance 99 percent of the let's say the the racist term which i now consider it to be conspiracy theorist it's a banded term that like if i express to someone uh, and they say you're having the vaccine i'm like no i I don't need it i'm fine oh you're a conspiracy theorist uh no i'm just actually exercising my rights that i don't need it um it's it's a weird thing it's like a modern racism but the thing i do struggle with is i find it that if you become awake as it were the term i don't know what the defined boundaries of that are but i find yeah. it's being an incredibly lonely place to exist because most people i can't talk to uh at the moment we're not allowed to interact or meet with those that you might be able to talk to or just have banter with mm. so what's your advice to those that are isolated with an awareness but you feel like you're living a lie i'm living a lie because i'm having to go along with a society i, I pretty much disagree with yeah how do you I, cope I, with that I, I get you know, what you're saying, yeah, 100%. Um, and that's that's quite a familiar saying or familiar stance that you're you're coming from this. Um, because a lot of people will, um, like in the early days for myself, I was just saying that I felt very alone. I was kind of finding books and finding stuff online, but it was virtual kind of, or else it was yeah. just, I, I couldn't communicate. I had all this information and it felt like 
I need to talk to someone, I need to talk to a tree, you need to just get this information out to you because I'm trying to save humanity and you need to be awake as to what's going on because this is going to affect you. You might think it's affecting you now, but it will down the line. So I guess it, it kind of comes back to um, how you can cope, uh, You maybe you personally, how you can cope as a person. Like, it comes back to like what I'm learning or what I'm, you know, information I'm putting out for, for years and, and talking about for a long, long time. It comes down to the human or the individual themselves, how they can process or how they can cope with it. Like I can... I can study stuff 12 hours a day and 11 of the hours could be oh, awful doom and dreadful stuff. And you're kind of, wow, geez, you, it could depress you into, you know, into the abyss for one person. But for me, I'll kind of, I don't know if you become a certain Iceman to a certain extent where you're just like, <laughs> you block out what these certain things are. You just know this is more information, more information is coming through, is coming through. And instead of getting bogged down and kind of going, I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe that these agendas now are going to wipe us out. I can't believe the United Kingdom are doing this shit to us. But instead of sitting back and kind of going, putting your hands up in the air and kind of going, yeah, the whole thing is shit. I don't agree with it, but what can, what can I do? It's like, mm. what can little Mary on the grocery checkouts do? I'm only little, little me kind of an analogy, but it, it really comes down. It's a hard question in a sense because it comes down to the mental ability of the human being, male or female. It comes down to how they can absorb information, take it on board, get it out to people. But also in your circumstance, it's like you're nearly at the early days of with people around you. Now I have more and more people around me I have more of my family members now listen to me, especially in the last 12 months as to what's going on. And it, because the stuff I said is, is right now when they're seeing more things are saying is right and right and right. And I'm really spell every time, every phone call happened nearly a nine. I'm a kind of like, this is this, this is this. And like yourself, I said, do not, everybody's freedom of choice, but do not, I said, under any circumstances, get this alleged vaccine, which we know is not an actual vaccine itself, but do not get it. And I said, don't care what you've done in the past or what you do, but this, you know, if you really care about having self-respect for yourself, your health and everything else that goes along with it, it says, um, do not get this because like yourself um, you do not you don't need it so why would I get it it's just simply come I don't want it. my body my choice yes. I don't need this toxic shite uh, inside my my body and um, if something is not broke why fix the whole um, thing so hard, in, in, a, in a nutshell to try and answer your question I guess it's it's I won't say it's difficult but it's it depends on the people you're around so which might be the maybe go well what can I do I can't change all the people I'm around all of a sudden I have other people who I know that I can't talk to in certain areas. So I'll have a phone call, but I know that no matter what I say, it could be a certain auntie, it could be a certain uncle. I know on certain side, they do not want to listen. So I just know I'm not going to argue for 20 minutes to phone telling you all this information, all this stuff, because I know you're just going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it goes out the window. I'm trying to focus my time that that, that is short. Um, and I'm trying to get positive, um, be around positive people and keep the whole up mood and, and beat positive so i'm trying to affiliate or associate with, with people and i'm connected with loads of people across the world yeah, that are on yeah. these wavelengths mm. that don't make you feel you're sitting at home in your bedroom kind of going like what's going on how come nobody's listening to me is everybody going to be walking around like zombies and i'm going to be any normal person to walk on the streets in the next couple of months they already so are comes, zombies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah. i i only have to see this at uh, on the school run the amount of parents yeah. that even though their children are around them they're crossing roads they're staring at their phones yeah. Like, what, the, what the fuck is going on? You get out yeah. of your car, you're staring at your phone, walking up the hill with your children in tow. It's just utterly bizarre. Everywhere is zombification. I, I go out, the last walk I had, every person was staring. I, I'm not just every person was staring at the phone. Mm. Like, what, what? And that, that didn't exist only a short while ago. Yeah. And, but maybe, okay, well, it's doing no harm. Is it? because they're obsessed with the virtual world. They're not even looking at the real truth. They're not even in contact with anything. They're not seeing the birds singing. You know, there was a, a flock of gulls on top of a light before making a right racket. They're having a real good ding dong of a scrap. 
I was the only one who noticed it. I'm the only one who's looking at it. Everyone else stirred the phones, just staring at the floor. Yeah. It's like, what, what the fuck is wrong with people? I, I, anyway. I, get, I get what you're saying. But in, in, to round off what you're saying, in, in, to not feel totally alone or isolated, or people that might be listening to this, is you might say, okay, all my family members, all my friends, the vast majority, 90% are not awake, and or 95% are not awake. I feel so isolated. What can I do? The quick answer to that is basically all I can say to people to give people a hope and not to not to be instilled in this fear in your mind that the world is ending and so on and so on because it's not. Is um, a type ba- of world is ending, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Another one is 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 uh, is uh, pushing through. Yeah. Um, the I would say there's plenty of plenty of groups out there. There's so many groups out there um, on the social media. I know you might say, yeah, that's still a bit virtual, though. we're not getting back to reality. We're not having a human contact. There's so many in England. I can say, like, I know you like going for walks in mountains and different places as well. That there's so many people there. There's, there's awake communities. There's awake groups. There's all different headings that are actually on them. No, like me and you know, the whole thing's a scam. And they're there. And it's never been easier to actually uh, to get connected to people now because they're looking for people like us to get on their side of things. Whereas you go back 15 or two years ago, maybe 15 months, two years ago, um, you didn't have that same result. You might just talk to someone and go, yeah, how are you? Yeah, this world is, is messed up. This is going to, okay. But that distance will still stay there. There's so yeah. many people I know now that even myself, they want to, they want to connect. They want, they want to meet. They want to um, just have that uh, reality, that reality world in front of them, and not this virtual world. And I give you a brief instance. About two weeks ago, I was down at, um, uh, I was down at a, a Sunday morning. I was down between ten and eleven. It was one hour. It was a silent protest. It was about, I don't know, somewhere in the region of hundred people, roughly, and down there, and everybody was hugging each other. We didn't know. I didn't know these people. And just went down for the first time. Didn't know them and that. And everybody's like, you know, taking phone numbers and chatting. So there you get to meet that people for the one hour and they'll do the same thing in this week. Now, in the meantime, that's only two weeks ago. I have at least three different people who are texting me constantly out, out of those. And that's only for one hour I met these people. And now it's like, can we meet the weekend? And they're, they're feeling, in, they're about an hour away, some of them. And they're feeling like you're isolated. Feel, I'm living alone in the cell as well. And I just, I'm going mental. The neighbors are all in this. I can't have anybody around because they're, they're basically, you know, snitching on me and so on. Yeah. But like, it's like, well, come down to us. So now they're all like, they're going to come down, down to me and they're going to have, they're going to, we're going to have a meal. We're going to have a, you know, a glass of wine or whatever you want. And then we're going to make the break, the virtual connection into an actual human connection. So I will say to you, there is stuff there. There is people just, if people look out enough, you will find the stuff there. You don't have to be completely isolated and housebound to your your house and even if you're connected virtually via text message wherever to these new people it's kind of you feel a buzz you feel a lift you feel like oh great i'm actually i'm not talking to a person that is that is, still wants to wear his mask and still wants to get a vaccine still wants to do all this nonsense you feel yes i can still talk to those family members no problem at all but i can also switch off and make myself upbeat and lift myself up and kind of say hey look there's actually a whole uh, other world of people here that are willing and waiting to connect and just need to make that connection and find them so I would say, yeah, it's not all doom and gloom and, you know, we can actually connect and there is things there. Like I, one little experience I had, I know going down that morning, didn't know one person down there. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was just going to stand in the silent protest for an hour, apparently to do it every Sunday. And I didn't know at coming out of that. Um, and a lot of now are following my channel and interested in watching my podcasts. And uh-huh. do, so it's just, you made that little connection that I never foresaw before I went down. I just yeah. wanted to send there uh, a peaceful protest with these people in solidarity. I didn't know any of them. And now we've that human connection made and more wants to meet up because they're connected to other people. And they said, we can invite these people around as well. All of a sudden you can have a whole new family or friends around you within a matter of weeks, really. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's yeah. a very cool thing. Yeah. So in the United Kingdom, I, I'm, I'm losing my shit over those in charge. <laughs> it, there's, a, there's an illusion. And it, to me, it's patently obvious, the illusion that politics and voting and parties are the way forward. I, it doesn't matter what they ch- change because the same people at Whitehall are always going to be in charge. The same people at the Inland Revenue, the tax people, the same people at the government, at the military level, 
doesn't matter who you vote. It's always going to be the deep state, as it's referred to, which is not a conspiracy theory. Deep state is basically a term for the people in office jobs working for the government. Like, uh, example, in America, Dr. Fauci, he's quite famous, but he's served how many presidents now? Six or seven presidents? That yeah. seems a bit strange that a guy would serve so many different political tenures. But anyway, in the UK, who are the people that are really seem to be running amok with this chaos or, or creating this chaos? Because it, it can't be a lot of people. It seems to be only a small group. Who yeah, would it it, there's, well, you've got the likes of SAGE, S-A-G-E, right. which stands for the Science Advisory, I don't know, Government Emergency or something along those lines anyway. <laughs> I love the and, way uh, they take those, all these things. They, they're very clever. Obviously they are because they've taken terms that we associate with something else and bastardize it. So like course. sage, you'd think, oh, well, they're learned scholars. They know what they're talking about because mm. that's what the word sage means. So it seems harmless within itself and all that. <laughs> exactly. No red yeah. flags immediately. No, no. So <laughs> yeah, okay. get into the crux of it. <laughs> so, so sage, now I've heard that it's run by or, or one of the leaders is a, a communist, a UK communist party leader or something. But I don't know how politics can get onto a sage committee because I, I thought this would be logical science, not political. But yeah, yeah who are these people? They're all, uh, I mean, they're all basically, so SAGE were kind of set up in a sense that, you know, we're going to act independent and we're going to be the advisors to the government, almost saying they're two separate entities, because yeah. especially what's going on uh, in the world and especially in the last 12 months or so. So if you look at one of the ringleaders of the, I mean, there's quite a few on the SAGE, a small overall, but if you were to look at the top 20, the, the main, the heavy kind of 20 or so that are actually on, there's a bit more than that. But if you look at just take roughly the top 20 or so that are actually on it, just the that's people, people that are on this committee, is it? You people, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So if you were to look at them and look at their ties, their conflicts of interest, I mean, the leader really of it you, that, that's going on is you have uh, Sir Patrick Valance, of course, mm -hmm. um, which we, we we all know well, the people in England will know him anyway. Um, Sir Patrick Valance, I mean, he's, if you look into his history, he's an ex-executive of uh, the um, the GSK, uh, Justice yeah. Smith and Klein. Yeah. He also has 600,000 pounds worth of shares still with GlaxoSmith and Klein. Mm -hmm. And if you look at his, his co-buddy that go hand in hand, you have the other guy, uh, Chris Whitty, um, which is the uh, chief, was he, he's the medical officer is what he is. So Whitty is, is another guy as well. I mean, if anybody sees and look at his eyes, I mean, the darkness and the blackness that is in that guy's eyes is talk about soulless um, is understatement <laughs> for what he is that's actually there. And you have... You have uh, what the what's the old saying? You said the, the eyes are the window to the soul, or something along those yes. lines. Anyway, and my God, has that led not a soul? Um, but if you look at his background as well, you look at his um, of course. I mean, as I go through, you'll see the ties time after time and again are all connected to Bill Gates. You've got him inside, of course, who got uh, that's Whitney now, who got 40 million uh, in the region of 40 million dollars funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates um, Foundation for a research project. I believe it was in, for a malaria over in Africa. That's what he got. Mm. Uh, as you go down to the things, of course, you have um, Van Tam, which is over the vaccine uh, industry and stuff. He's one of the main guys on the, on the vaccine thing as well. He's another executive guy and all this. He is part of the sage as well. So if you look at if you look at the top um, 20 guys or, or so in it, you'll notice that at least at least 12, I think it's 14 of many uh, are government working for the government. So they're actually not. They're working for SAGE and government as well. So they're actually not a separate body or not, not a separate entity. Yeah. Then, then if you go uh, a step further and you kind of go, okay, so what are all these individuals? What's their professions? What are they actually doing to, you know, if you go down through it, you'll find that you have uh, no immunologists on the whole SAGE team. 
you'll find out of all the all the people on it you'll find there's only two virologists that are actually on the team there's also two guys on it that are or two people on it that are over the behavioral side of things so yeah. how to manipulate people's behavior so imagine having two behavior people and two virology you'd imagine you have way more biologists than actual behavior behavioral people on it and then on top of that then you have uh six people out of that six which is a big number and a small proportion that are modelers and basically are over statistics and stuff like that yeah along the likes of course of uh neil ferguson um yeah. which which he he was on the sage team up until i believe uh, may and there's some rumors he was on it still but after may after he broke his own lockdown rules he decided oh, i'll take a bit of time out but he didn't take too much of a time out because he was actually involved at nerve tech they're another organization as well and basically they're for the new um i don't know respiratory it's a big long acronym for something else anyway yeah. new emerging uh, respiratory viruses or something like that as well another another fancy name and if you know he's on that so basically if you know some of the people actually on sage are also on nerve tag as well so they're having right. these round tables looking like they're all separate but they're all actually interlocked and all interconnected with uh with everybody else that's actually on the team as well yeah so who set up sage know, I, by the way who, who whose idea was it because obviously I don't the, know. all ideas come from one person you don't have a commit ideas don't come by committee they normally come from one person and then they set up a committee so who was the very first instigator of setting up stage sage i i don't know who the very guy to actually set it up but i know you can all, always base everything back to bill gates especially in what's <laughs> going on here because yeah. uh, there's no doubt he had a massive massive say in what's going on um there's another guy uh jeremy farrer i mean even before we get to jeremy farrer does if you if you look at neil ferguson but he's his models have, as we know have been ludicrously out time and time again not just the one we're going under at the moment where he said, you know, up to half a million people or so will die in the UK. And as we have these lockdowns, of course, he's uh, funded by Gates. And of course, he's over a lot of stuff in the Imperial College as well, funded by Gates. Again, of yeah. course, owned and funded by Gates. Um, so if you look down through that, if you look back, and I think it was 2005, uh, one of his other predictions were was was a bird flu or something like that. There's like so many oh, millions or so going to die from all this bird flu, something like a uh, something like 282 people or something actually died in the end. So he was just a small bit out again with his, with his modeling <laughs> and what was yeah, actually yeah. going on in the world. I yeah. mean, you go back to look at, was it 2001 or thereabouts, and yeah, the foot and mouth situation that went on, um, completely ludicrous models again, and all, all the millions of cows and, and sheep and pigs across the, the United Kingdom, for example, died completely unnecessary. None of them had anything, or none of them were even associated with, with, with other animals that had this kind of stuff. And the repercussions of that was um, a massive, massive loss of income. A lot, a lot of farmers just went out of business over the whole situation. And he yeah. carried on in his, in his job role again. While lots of people um, do doing suicides over that back in the time as well. Farmers just gave up everything because they had to kill so much of their livestock. Totally unnecessary. All this fear mongering from his statistics again. So yeah. time and time again, his statistics are way, I mean, so, so much out. Like they're not even close any of this, these times. Then you come on to a guy. Um, if he's that good at statistics, why doesn't he just fuck off and do some betting on horses and greyhounds exactly and people ask the question um well if he's so bad with all his modeling how come he's actually still there if he if yeah. he's getting sore on this surely they can see you just look back in his past model how come he's still there i said the answer is quite obvious because i said he's the exact kind of guy they want him they, they, want, they, want, they, want, they, they want the models to be so ludicrous because yeah. that will the easy example is just the one we're under the last 12 months because you can that will enforce the fear campaign and basically yeah. will basically everybody will go into lockdown on these ludicrous models that later on afterwards so many independent people had to look at them and they go oh my god like this is like a 13 year old child would do what yes. they're doing basically it's so ludicrous but yet we stayed under those measures anyway yeah. so um and, and, could we you know, fund you know the guy that i don't know if you noticed on election night in the uk we have that the guy on the bbc he 
he's this university lecturer on political sciences and he always gets it right he's always bang on statistically he gets it all correct that's the kind of guy we should be hiring to do this maybe the the breakaway or the awake should sponsor him to do a model because i'm sure his model will make a lot more sense but i can't remember his name it would no. but he he wouldn't be good for the, the fear campaign because then we'd have no lockdowns <laughs> if we had somebody like him and then we couldn't be under draconian measures and we couldn't destroy yeah. all the businesses that that's actually on the whole thing but yeah. if, even if you go to a couple of more members of the the sage committee itself you realize that three of them work for imperial college and um, two of them work for oxford what? so they work for one college out of all the colleges in the uk three are from one college out of the top 20 that run state that's, that's good statistics. And that's, <laughs> that's a good spread, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a good spread. That. Uh, nothing got to do with Gates or Ferguson. No. You can see all the ties going back again. Yeah. Two of them, of course, are involved with the with Oxford, which are over the, the AstraZeneca one, of course. Yes, of course. So, you can of course, see, yeah. so at least I think it's about 14 of them have taken out of 20 as well, have taken funding. So almost three quarters of those 20 alone before even got was to go on to other ones outside of that are a bit yeah. lower down the rankings that have all funding from Gates as well. They've um, they've all taken uh, funding um, from 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 the COVID uh, nineteen vaccine itself. So they all have these conflicts of interest everywhere yes. you go, but they're acting like they're just separate committee. And then you go on to a guy who's based in the UK as well, a guy called uh, Jeremy Farrer, and he's over the Welcome or the Welcome Trust. And the Welcome Trust for people, and they're huge, or he's the director of them, and they're a huge organisation on a global scale. Not too many people know about when I'm talking. They don't seem to know who they are. They're they're like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which doesn't say a lot. They're not as big as them. They're around longer, but they don't have the amount of money Gates has. But yet they're buddies, bosom buddies for a long, long time beforehand. And he kind of caught my opinion or my ear, I guess, a couple of months ago when I was looking into Sage um, because I've been looking at stuff previously before that. And his name rang a few bells because Jeremy Farrer is actually he's actually on the board of what we would call the GPMB, which stands for Global Preparedness Monitoring Board. Now you okay. might say, who the hell are they? Basically, they're, they're an organization that came out in September 2019, um, before this so-called pandemic had happened. And if you actually go down through the people who are in the GPMB, um, well, what they do, first of all, they're basically global preparedness, as they say. But when you actually run down through it, the first what they've done was they've done, they done an report. And they're, they're around very, very, very new. I think this is actually the first report they've done. Back in September 2019, there's, no, there's nothing happening in China. Nobody talked about a world pandemic and all that. The very front of their cover was called a world at risk and on the front cover they had all coronaviruses and all people wearing masks walking yeah. around the place yeah. so when you look inside it you go okay who else is on this board so you have anthony fauci so anthony yeah, yeah. fauci is on the board and you look into a guy called uh chris ellis or chris eilis spelled e-l-i-a-s however people want to pronounce it he's one of bill gates foot soldiers or right hand man so he's he's involved in the stuff as well there's another guy called george go so he's in, in, involved at GPMB. And you might say, okay, but who really are these people? Well, if you actually go a bit further into it, you realize, just like Sage, they're not a separate organization. They're actually owned, and um, they're a front, in other words, for basically they're owned by the World Bank and the WHO. So they're right. a front for the WHO, but just like what I'm talking about as well, they've, the WHO give them out stuff. GPMB will kind of go, okay, we'll do stuff on this and global preparedness and emergencies around the world and do all these things. Then we'll give it back into the WHO, see what you think about it. But they're the same company. But yeah. they make it look like they're, and people are going to ask the question, but why do they just not have separate names? Why can't just say, oh, this is WHO? Well, they can, but they can't really, because if they do that, everybody will be copping on every front of WHO, 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 Bill Gates, everywhere we go. So they have to kind of hide it too much. But they're getting cheekier and cheekier. They're not, they're not even, like my research, I find getting a bit easier as time goes on, because they're, not actually <laughs> hiding, they're, they're actually not hiding the stuff as much as they used to be years and years ago. It's much harder to find it. Now it's actually getting easier when yeah. you know what avenues of stuff to go into these areas. And of course, 
why I mentioned even George Gowan and you know Fauci and some of these people back in September, because if you move on, that was September 2019. If you go a month later in October, we as as we know, I'm sure you're aware of the, yeah. the event 201 mm-hmm. that happened as well. And yeah. these people, a lot of these people, not Fauci wasn't on that at the, he wasn't at the round table, but they were on that. Um, the likes of George Gold, the likes of Chris, uh, Christopher Ellis or Ellis that was on the GP and and all linked to who, all, all linked to, to Bill Gates. You can see all the ties across the world as how they're all interconnected. Where was I mean, the event so, held, by the way? Sorry. It, w- it was held uh, October uh, 18th in New York. Is where New it York, actually held. Oh, okay. It was about a three and a half hour roughly round table. As yeah. to, for people who don't know or mind have heard about it, event two, you can probably still look it up online if it's still yeah. there. And people don't know about it. Basically, it was a round table on what would happen if we had a so-called novel coronavirus, an emergency outbreak across the world, what would we do? And you had some of the so-called best people in the banking world, the technology world, um, ex-military, uh, media, so on and so on around the world kind of coming together on behalf of the likes of um, the World Economic Forum and yes. who sponsored it along with Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, along with the John Hopkins uh, University, who was over the whole so-called statistics and stuff going around the world. So no, no conflict of interest or manipulation going on there with those three people on the actual board. So they were doing the dirty work. Those, I think it was about 15 people or so, maybe a bit more, who were on that round table for about three and a half hours. And people haven't seen any of this stuff. It basically, they go in a nutshell. They basically talk about, well, if this happened in, uh, hotels are going to be in decline. Um, airlines all of a sudden will be will be running out of business. Uh, people won't be able to travel across borders. Um, they're talking about uh, all this mis and disinformation coming out. And what can we do about it to stop this kind of spread of you know, bad information going out? In other words, what can we do to stop the truth spreading across yeah. the globe? We need to basically, they, they're using that. Um, they talk a lot about the, for people who, who Maybe like myself to spend three and a half hours actually watching the whole bloody thing. <laughs> they um they they thought the word that kept coming up a lot in the whole conversation was was the flood or the flood zone. Um, yeah. and or flooding the zone. People go, well, what does that mean? It's not actually what it might mean and we're flooding, like you know, the whole house is getting flooded or something like that. Yeah. What we're talking about is is um using the flood zone strategy strategy is like a strategy that well, when the likes of myself or others try to put up this information. We'll almost put up these walls straight away on the internet that is boom, 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 boom. Uh, look, go to WHO, go to WHO. So any information you will try and find or see, you'll have to go back a long, long way in the algorithm so to actually get it. So they yeah. kept using these term and terminologies and uh, to basically stop people from and how can we uncover what's going on. So if everything they kind of said in that, um, and hospitals will be overwhelmed and all these things will kind of happen, of course, uh, which well, it's just, that's untrue because the hospitals were never overwhelmed, but that's another story. Yeah. But um so all this kind of stuff was kind of going on and that was in September. Then in October, this kind of round table is going on. And then, you know, sort of mid-November onwards or so, then we have the breakout in China. Not too many people are taking notes at November, maybe December time as well, because they're saying, oh, well, it's over in China. It doesn't really affect us over here in the West. Or it'll, yeah. it'll blow over in a month or so. We never thought it would go into a year was, or two. It was three. the World Military Games, wasn't it, in Wuhan in the middle of November, where lots of dignitaries and everyone were there. They had at least 10,000 uh, people at that or so, and they're saying, was it military-based? Did all this thing could have spread through it? And what really happened? Was it a bioweapon? Did it come out of the lab? Yeah. Did it just miraculously form out of a bat? And it was so many easier. <laughs> yes. Which, 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 which uh, no, it did not come over bat. Um, well, I love that because, um, like, the government website says, you know, if you, if you look at it, like, can I catch it off my cat or dog? And the government website, its own guy says, no, you can't catch it from an animal. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to swore that the government told us originally it came from an animal. Has that been forgotten? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's what people, if you look at stuff, um, a few, I'll give you a quick example actually while, while you're talking about that. If you, um, the government are saying a couple of weeks ago there, you know, maybe a month or two months ago, people now coming into England and going out oh, England, now it has to get the, the PCR test. Okay. You didn't have to, you know, before Christmas or so now, but yeah. now all of a sudden you have to get this PCR test because it's, it's detrimental. You get it and it'll give us the vital information. But if you actually gone to gov.uk 
and you actually go under where they're PCR testing, there's a couple of pages on it, and you go down to page six, they're telling you on it, in big, bold writing, they say the PCR, because they tell you about the PCR test, well, they're analogy of it, and yeah. it actually says in big, bold writing, highlighted for you, this test does not test for infectious disease. It only yeah. picks up genetic material. So yes. they're actually telling you, we know it, it is flawed. It doesn't actually tell it. And as we know from Kerry Mullis, the creator of the test back in the 80s, he's a, a, a Nobel uh, Prize winner, so in the, in the 90s, fantastic man, great, courageous man, very honest man of what he was doing in some fantastic work. He said, unfortunately, before he died mysteriously, or we don't know what the, hmm. how he did as such overall, but um, yeah. August last around. year. It, it wasn't too long before the actual. Oh, no, um, it was August. Yeah, it was August. Yes. 2019 or so. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So he, he's come out and said, this cannot be used for infectious disease. And the more you amplify the cycle, so on and so on, yeah. um, you will literally get anything you want to get. And as we know, the likes of people have, um, in Austria, the government, they've tested Coke in front yes. of people. The Coke has come up positive in at last. They've, um, You've that leader of Tanzania, unfortunately, there just recently, uh, Magafuli. Um, he, you know, a great yes. leader of what he was doing for his people. He's doing some fantastic work, but of course, he was doing too much fantastic work on the right side <laughs> of history yeah. that um, he disappeared for a few weeks. They found him, and all of a sudden, he could have had a heart attack, could have had COVID 19, could have been this, this, and this. Yeah. And it's interesting the girl who actually filled his shoes now in the meantime is on the board of the World Economic Forum. So, yes. need, need we say no more where that was? How convenient, of course. Yes, but of course. All the ties come back full circle again as to what's going on yeah so absolutely yeah um a bit of a bonk as well so what do we as citizens of the united kingdom what can we do to bring back a bit of sanity in our league because it doesn't seem like voting or political or anything like that i try and advise to people it's just advice don't sponsor a political party in any way and preferably don't buy a brand that does sponsor a political party or don't get mm. into a union that sponsors political because you're this is perpetuating the problem. But what can we actually do as human beings to bring a bit of sanity to our leadership? Uh, well, I, I agree in what you're saying just there now as well. Um, I'm under the, how would I say, I'm kind of looking forward. Like I, I don't, I look at this as, and I, don't, I hate using the word awakening or this is a great awakening because it's, yeah. it's a buzzword I use it. We, just to keep it simple for people as well. You know, I'm looking for people who are still in fear and still kind of doom and gloom and cowering in the corner of what's going on <laughs> at the moment. It's yeah. kind of like, I suppose it kind of takes a certain mentality or certain spirit to kind of say, look, yes, it's negative and yes, it's da, 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 whatever. But there's light at the end of the tunnel. I know people are going, Jesus, where is it? Because we've been, <laughs> fed the, we've, show me it. I need to see it quick because we've been fed yeah. all these false lies and these seeds all along. And every time we think we're seeing a bit of light or being let out slowly out of lockdown, all of a sudden the shutters come back down again and we're back to square one as to what's yeah. going on. Um, I suppose I don't feel the effectiveness is because I kind of know what it is, what the journey is and what, what's ahead and what they want and what they want planned ahead for us. But um, I see it in, in the in the term that um, I go around in, in a positive mode. So people, how will I explain it in a nutshell, basically? Um, it's people, you see, it's very hard to get people. I can tell them all they want to hear and all that kind of stuff. But the fact is, if you still, if you listen to what I'm saying, but if you still say, yeah, but I'm still in fear. So it's, it's hard of how do I get that person out of the fear mentality to basically say, look, brother or sister is not actually worry about just get on with things here. But if, it comes down to those three categories of people again as to what's going on like me personally like i've i can speak for myself i've never worn a mask from day one i've been on tubes i've been on flights actually um going back to ireland a couple of months ago i never wore i never wore any masks i never wore i never put any toxic shit in my hands i won't do any social um distancing which if you unsocial distancing because not social about it yeah. i don't do any any of those measures they give us i don't do it i'm not because i'm simply i'm not afraid i'm prepared to go to jail for any of this kind of stuff if that is going to be the case um, but I we think what we call inalienable rights. And once you understand 
what's going on that and just send you were born free even though you were deceived by your birth cert and all this common law stuff i'm going down rabbit hole and stuff myself in the background that i'm really trying to go up to speed on there's a lot of work to be done in it um you kind of realize well at the end of the day why are you afraid of these police officers like look look at london last weekend there was hmm. 100 200 thousands you know massive massive crowds scotland yard were totally flabbergasted about it. they did not expect those kind of numbers to go out and when you see we're in numbers um, they could do that. They could do nothing about. Yes, there was one or two little arrests at the beginning because people are in small numbers. But as the numbers got bigger, you can see peace been, people or police just been pushed out of the way, and people that were just walking through. There's nothing you can, not one thing you can do about it because people have to realise these police officers, they only have the power that we give. Them. They're not powerful people. They only they only have this power because we so easily give away our freedoms and our powers. So we should not be asking for our freedoms or our powers back. We should be saying, hang on a second, I'm just going to stop giving it away. And people, because in there, this police officer, male or female. Their only power is through the uniform. So when they pick their uniform out of the wardrobe at nighttime or first thing in the morning, whatever shift they're on, their power is in the uniform. But that power is only an extension of the United Kingdom government for argument's said that's so they only get their power through that and it's only short-lived. But if you get a, a job next week in the groceries, where's your power in, mate? It's not there anymore. So you have to realize people are afraid of suits and afraid of uniforms. And I don't have that fear. Um, maybe it took a long time to come over certain things and people are just not at that acceptance stage of it. We realize they're only another human being and realize. They're, the stuff they're doing is absolute criminality and fraud is what they're doing. I do some of them know about it. Of course they know about it. Do others not know? Um, they don't know. They're just kind of basically, as I said, the Nazis say back in the day, we're just following orders, mate. Well, I'm sorry, that day is gone of just yeah. following orders. That, that's finished because you're choosing, you choose a side here. You're choosing the side of the people or the side of the trinical government that is enforcing all these things upon us. And I'm saying years to come, you want to look back at your three or four-year-old daughter, but the guy in the police office or even nurses, these people say, you knew what was going on. I wanted you to stop it. You or you wait every week a measly paycheck. Or I couldn't say anything because my license might be gone or my job might be gone. That's a choice you, you took, and for every choice there's consequences. So you decided to take that route, and I can't do anything about um, you taking that route. But um, what I can do for myself is I'm not going to abide by your missions. Right? And that, like a simple example, I go back to the, in that park I was in uh, two weeks ago. The the police came down, and they came down and said because uh, it's gone on probably for a while, so they're they're probably tipped off as the people coming down and congregating together. And it just says, lads, you need to you need to keep your social distance, you need to keep apart. And it just says, no, there's not. It's like, <laughs> it's like like not in a cheeky, like, you know, fuck you kind of a sense, just yeah. in, a, in a in a way kind of like, no, I'm here in an open field. I am not going to do two meter distance. If they want to move away from me, they can move away from me. But under no circumstances am I moving anywhere because I'm more free and I'm not going to listen to you or anybody else. And that's not trying to be a rebel, that's just called common sense and logic. That's when you know what's going on and the mm-hmm. whole thing is a complete fraud. And uh, and you, the guy came down, the, the, the police officers that were there in the car, they came down and they said, look, lads, we've just been actually told to, to come down and basically, can, he said, I don't, can you just do two meter distance while I'm here? And Susan and Gandhi said, I don't care if you're hugging a kiss. So they, they kind of knew, <laughs> they, they know themselves as to what's yeah. going on, but they, I know they're caught in a situation yeah. uh, as, as to what's going on there at the moment. Some of them are, some of them I don't, I don't have sympathy for because you, you, you took an option, you took a choice on this and you didn't take, uh, how should I say, a note to the people, you took it to the tyrannical government and you were duped into that thinking when you were doing your college stint and getting the, the uniform on you i can't say but um it's getting worse and worse and you're getting less respect for the regime that you're carrying out in people like you know last weekend like what, what did the police think they were going to do the police just stand out people's way like they're not going to just let people walk through and that's kind of it but of course yeah. the bbc are waiting for this you know can a to be thrown or something fired around the place and all of a sudden oh there we got the skinhead with loads of tattoos and the far right conspiracy theories now we got them and that's kind of it but yeah. if you look at all the grannies and children, people of all walks of society were there. 
peacefully protesting and walking like they're like they're, they're human right to do this while they're on this planet no police under any emergency laws or draconian measures or acts or anything whatsoever it means nothing it's worthless to what it is you're born free and you've got to remain free and people if people get that into their heads then then we're okay but people are afraid of i know that but what's the consequence for me we're back at this stage and what's the consequence for me he might put a cuffs on me and he might bring me down to the station like another thing like if i'm stopped in the street for no apparent reason under no circumstances i might give my name or am I giving my address right now? Because there's that grey area where people are led to believe that, well, I better give it because, you know, I suppose even though I wasn't doing anything or suspected of doing anything, I better just kind of give it anyway. It's easier, you see, you know? Because they make you believe, well, I'm giving a few chances, mate, and if you don't actually give us your details, we're just going to bring you down to the station, da da da, whatever, right? That is 100% um, fraud in what they're doing. Some of them know it, some of them don't. But people don't want to take that kind of all right, look, what is I'll just give you my name, so I'll give you my address, and that's going to be just for easier life. Whereas I won't do that. I'll go down to the station if, if needs be and whatever it is because I know what you're doing is completely wrong. Because my what is known as my name is my property and I have ownership over that title. So you don't have a right to know that. If I don't want to tell you, I'm not going to tell you. It doesn't matter if you have uniform or not. The difference is if I was suspected doing some crime or some criminal activity yes. and they're very suspicious of it, yes, that's where we draw the boundary. Then that's a bit different. But if I'm just walking down the street and getting stopped for no reason, you're not even going to tell me what the reason is because a lot of them won't. It's like, no, sorry, mate, it doesn't work like that. I don't care if you're uniform or not. It just doesn't mm. operate that way. But if that part of the society that will give into it and will say, oh, I'll sure look for a quiet life, yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> I'll give out about down the pope what I have to do, but I'll give it anyway. So that's the, the level we're at, you see. Like, the, to finish on that note, what, what really frightened me over the last 12 months, and it takes a lot to frighten me, the last 12 months was not anything but this alleged virus, pandemic, or any of this emergency nonsense or all this bullshit they're talking about is the complicity of humanity on a global scale yes to agree yes and basically to bow down and to basically just kind of go oh i just cower i better get in so without questioning anything because yeah. i've always been questioning for years and years so i smelled a rat in a very very sharp period this this whole uh, yeah. pandemic coming out so i just thought and goes no something is so wrong like you know i, I was doing uh, meetings as a site manager in london and um uh, directors and project managers say, oh, we've meeting tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, and uh, make sure now your guys are all social distant, they're all wearing the masks, we all have the gels there, this, 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 whatever. And I was like, I, I don't care, I'm not bound on this. I know what's going on. Says, so I'm not going to ask the other guys, can, can you put on your mask? Can you just, see, the, the, the formality you're getting into, as I told the project manager, is you're basically saying, yeah, but just, just while he's there for the half an hour, just just throw on the quick, throw on the mask and just wash your hands. And this. I goes, no, that's exactly why we're in this reason, because we all just put on for half an hour to please somebody else. I'm not doing it to please somebody else. And because we're still in this situation, because people still want to wear masks, destroy their health, destroy their um, their, their psychology. I mean, God, God help us, the children like that are young and having to wear these masks. They've destroyed a whole generation of kids already. Psychologically damaged. Yeah. Not, not, not just the health impact, but psychologically have damaged these kids um, for a whole generation. And that's just not my opinion. There's loads of doctors I've talked to in America and across the world as well. And they've said with 40 plus years experience and they've said the very same thing there's thousands of doctors screaming from the rooftop saying enough is enough masks do not work for this particular thing people say it might work for ebola but it might yeah but for this particular thing it does simply not work and and what it is just a sign of submission deletion of their sovereignty it basically goes i see these people won't wear them around the street but then when they actually walk into a shop oh, out of the pocket straight away it's on the face like Darth Vader is zipping off for 20 minutes in the shop, then he takes it off while he's outside in the street again. I go, well, that's exactly why we're in this. Don't be asking me the questions that, like, um, oh, when is it going in? When is it going in? That's a question I'm always getting. I said, well, the, the, the very simple answer to that is, the, the answer for this all to end this is, is it's been staring you in the face for the last 12 months. A civil mass disobedience to the whole thing as, as to what's going on. Do not comply. Instead of thinking, 
of 101 solutions as to how we get out of this and all these different areas, just go, hold on a second. Why don't we just keep it simple and eliminate the problem? What is the problem? Is this X, Y, and Z? Okay, eliminate it, eliminate it. Stop complying with those measures with society and that's it. And you might kind of go, yeah, well, I'm on my own. I'll get picked off. Get numbers. It depends on what every individual, every household is different to what it is, but stop complying with these measures and we'll get out because they have no intention to stop with masks or vaccines or anything soon in the next couple of years. So as I said to people before Christmas, you think the consequences were bad back then. This is 2020. I said in podcasts well before Christmas, 2020 was only gearing us up for what's mm. ahead in 2021 and onwards. So if you can't say no back then, is, is the measure is going to get worse and every gate is just going to open. Yeah, it's a test on the population and see, okay, we put the masks on. Okay, we'll, we'll try the vaccine. We'll try something else. See how they're, re- the, that's why they have some of these behavior, you know, inside teams and all yeah. these, you know, modelers and all these, because they're seeing how, how humanity is going to act. Are we going to get a huge pushback? We'll test the water, see if we get a pushback. Oh, no pushback. Oh, wait a few few months on Facebook. So what? They're irrelevant. But um, we'll just, we'll just keep pushing. Next gate, next gate, next gate. And it gets so far that your, your psyche of the human gets broken out so much, they just kind of go, oh, do you know what? Anything at all. I, I really do want the vaccine, but if it means I can go on holidays or go down to the O2 arena, see my fair band, yeah, I'll get it. So I'll just, I'll just lob out my arm for that reason. I kind of go, well, like, are, are, we any, are we any further down the road when you hear kind of statements like that? You're going to destroy yeah. your whole livelihood with this alleged, you know, vaccine and gene therapy or so to um, a DNA manipulator of your body. And you're going to use that so you can go on a two-week holiday to Tenerife or somewhere. Like, and that didn't work the because logic? they just shifted the goalposts anyway yesterday. Yeah. So everyone was excited yeah. prior to Christmas. Oh, the vaccine's here. Here we are in March. Everyone, people are now bragging on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I've had, I've had two shots now. I'm done. Great. Go on yeah. holiday. No. <laughs> it's just it, it, literally it, moved and there's been hardly any kickback. Exactly. I mean, and and, uh, and getting the vaccine, which I said before Christmas, it's not a case of getting it. And then it's a silver bullet and it goes back to normal. It's basically, yeah. and the measures. The measures don't get deducted, i.e. the social distance is in place, the mask is in place, all the other stuff is in place as well. Well, that bill and was that, in for two years minimum, wasn't it? When yeah, they originally it, passed it in March, that was going to be till March 2022. Yeah, and even a bit further in the sense that um, uh, the vaccine itself isn't actually official, as we know, it's still under emergency. Exactly, uh, they don't know well, how long it lasts. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it, you know, so I say to people who are getting this, it's a freedom of choice, everybody at once, and people might, mm. under, might not understand it. But I hear so many people talking to me that I uh, recently that they're working in these care homes and they're working in uh, with home helps and all this kind of stuff. And they're kind of going, I didn't want to get it. I, but but then my job, like, and I'm kind of going, why are we even talking? I know everybody's different financially, but why are we even putting jobs into the conversation? Because I said, hold off 12 months, or maybe a bit longer. It says this will all get overturned in time. But what you put into your arm, it says this is not like a flu vaccine or any other vaccine in the past. What this is in, I said, it's irreversible. And over 90% of doctors have no idea of this this alleged vaccine they have no idea they're basically being paid up by the pharmaceutical industry the big pharma the mafia that they are and uh, as look into pfizer and all these companies they are criminals and i don't use that as a nice buzzword they are genuine criminals because they have billions and billions paid out over yeah. these years of all crimes against humanity false yeah. drugs and falsifying this and falsifying that so you're willing to, to keep it because there's certain things like if i'm talking to a person in the pub i know it in 30 seconds or a minute how awake or how unawake they are so i compartmentalize the level of stuff that I need to communicate with these people. I won't just lash straight into massive agendas because like, whoa, yeah. shit, what's going yeah. on here? Like, you know, so you keep it very uh, simple with certain people. But I say to them, it's like, it's like you you know, it doesn't prevent uh, hospitalization. It doesn't prevent death. It doesn't prevent uh, transmission. It doesn't prevent you getting the alleged COVID-19, even if you believe in it. So it doesn't do anything. And you have to wear all the measures. And now you can't go on traveling uh, properly anyway. So what does it actually do for you? And what I can say factually is, on top of that as well as, there's not one single doctor or government official across the world as we speak now that can come out and can say that we have saved even one life 
from getting this COVID-19 vaccine. They just can't. And if they are, they're lying to you because there's not one single thing in that vaccine to help you recover from the alleged COVID-19. And it's never been proven to, you know, um, never been isolated, purified, to even proved to exist. And I've got plenty of freedom of information acts from Ireland and other countries to show that they've said from the HSC, it could be NHS in England or anywhere, to show that we have not isolated this specific, you know, uh, alleged virus, the yeah. SARS-CoV-2, that is the, the disease known as COVID-19. Um, and we, we've done uh, none of those actual measures. But what I would say to people is, so you can't, no, nobody can come out and say it has saved even one single life. And all the millions and millions of people that have been vaccinated across the world as we speak, they can't say it saved one life. But what we can say is it has killed thousands and thousands of people across the world and it's injured hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of this across the whole globe. And yet you want to basically line, and there's people still lining up around the corner going, yeah, but I want to get it anyway because, you know, my job, like, and stuff, and I'm kind of going, you're still thinking this is just a regular vaccine. This is like something complete. Moderna, for example, is the first time they've ever used an mRNA vaccine. They're yes. mainly into cancer stuff is what they are mainly into, right? So they, it's an actual experiment. It's their first experiment as well. And this is, this is got the, so the experiment is on the human race for the next two years or so until it actually becomes official because we're still in a phase three trial period. So I said to people in simple terms, by all means, if you want to walk down to the local hospital or whatever, and roll up your sleeve and get injected because it's an experiment so just to let you know your body you're handing over your body as a com as a commodity to the pharmaceutical industry who are absolute criminals i mean to the, to the core it doesn't even justify evil on, a on the next level scale they have no empathy for humanity they couldn't give two shits about their illnesses they want to get this stuff into as quick as they can all across the world and they make billions and billions into the trillions all across the world colluding with the media of course of uh, silicon valley and all them because they're more in uh, conflicts of interest are all tied into the same people and pushing the whole narrative that's why censorship has gone through the roof at the minute is because if anything gets censored that's where i would advise people to look almost straight away because 99.9 percent .9 of the time you'll find there's truth in that they don't want the truth getting out as to what's going on because they want to sell the product that's that's what it's all about it's not about your health it's mm. it's uh, definitely not about your health anyway and um, people need to wake up to that and realize that the governments all across the world, not just in Ireland or, or the uh, or the UK, they've all colluded. Uh, the pharmaceutical industry, doesn't matter if it's Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, who they are, they've all colluded with all the governments across the world. And this is nothing new. This, this has happened decades before, uh, you know, in America in 1986, uh, the Children of the Vaccine Act and all that yeah. uh, under Reagan, these people. So it's nothing new. But people are still, still haven't even heard the 1986 one back, back in, in America. It's probably so, one of the uh, most important acts in American yes. Legal history, uh, anyway. It is, and 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 the one that's been uh, rolled up on us today. If they're so sure of this silver bullet, and this is going to work, and it's going to be so effective on humanity, and this is the way out of all this so-called madness of a pandemic, um, get this vaccine. But yet, not one one pharmaceutical company will stand over it. They have no liability whatsoever, and all the government are sh shaking their hands and saying, "Yeah, that's not bother you do that. Just roll it out and get it in, into people's arms quickly you can." But you have no liability, and and not alone, you have no liability. But the fact that it's still under emergency laws means the bar is so low as, as far as safety measures and all that thing goes that you're still, after all this, I'm telling you, you're still willing to go around the corner and get this injected uh, in, in, into your arm. I said, it's just next level definition of stupidity, in my opinion, is, is what it is. So, I mean, there's plenty of doctors who've come out and I agree with them. They say this is, um, it's a murder weapon. They've used that terminology and uh, not for effects or anything else and um, but they said it's a murder weapon and they said if they were going to be injected or being held down to inject it they would they would do the person for murder and uh, for what it is uh, and it, it you can see it as a murder weapon because we know it's killed it's a weapon and it has killed thousands of people across the world and um, which the media don't like to report because oh no no it's nothing about nothing to see here it was nothing about the vaccine but if well, you there's die... a slight turn I, I saw one of the mainstream papers was slightly shocked by they were slightly highlighting it over the last week or so i think it might have been the daily fail uh that yeah. they were highlighting it and i was just thinking is this going to be one of those classic jobs where a bunch of stooges are brought forward to exercise a job 
they do the job that, as in an agenda type thing, and then the stooges are eradicated by actually the controlling hand. So like as this government setting itself up for a big fall, there'll be a big uproar, they'll be removed, there's the problem gone when actually the source of the problem was above the government. Is that the sort of thing that's going to occur, do you reckon? Um, I think what's going to happen is that all these people, frontliners as we want to call them, be it NHS workers or police and all these people, care home workers, so on and so on, they, they're they're going to be trying on the, on the pile as, as time goes on. But for now, they're looking, you're great and you're saving humanity, you're doing some fantastic work. And as we said, we know there's no hospitals uh, have been full throughout this whole scam of a pandemic that's that's just going on. I mean, there's so much evidence and documentation there showed that uh, hospitals were nowhere near maximum capacity at all. They were actually, I think it was the day they failed, as, as you mentioned it, yeah. and before Christmas, I think it was late November or early, early December. And they had done their own independent studies just across the United Kingdom, up and down the country. And they said I mean, this time last year, well, December, say, um, 2020 and 12 months previous there was actually less um led less beds in use this time last year than there was uh said the previous year so where's the emergency where where's the pandemic and then yeah. as you know as well all the nightingale hospitals that the, the government spent 220 yeah. or 220 million on and half were being taken down now at the moment so um, they were gone they were never used yeah, <laughs> yeah they, were just, they were just erected left yeah. there for months sitting and all yeah. of a sudden they were taken down they had over those seven nightingale hospitals they had a they had a combination of uh 10,000 beds and yes. I would say, oh, actually, now, well, nobody filled any of them. I think about 100 and something people max went into out of a 10,000 capacity. So where's the overwhelming hospitals? Where's the, oh, save and protect the NHS and all this nonsense? They need the clowns clapping months and months ago every Thursday night or so at 8 o'clock. And it's just like, oh, how cringeworthy is that? Like, just going out banging pots and pans for what? What are they doing? A lot of these staff had thousands of them across the UK had to be laid off because they didn't have any work to do. And that's why so many of them were so bored. They had to do all the TikTok videos. There's not there's nothing to be done in these hospitals, like you know. I mean, people just it's just out of boredom, like so. And they, and they were well synced and coordinated those uh TikTok videos, they didn't just come overnight, they took weeks no. and weeks of planning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, so it, it's 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 a scam in, in, in really what's what's going on. And I would say that, yes, uh, governments, uh, my advice to people is you know, if if you believe in the government and you believe in the media, then I don't believe you, simple as that. Because if the government say go left, then I go right, anything they do is an inversion. Yeah, I, 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 I totally away. agree with that. Yes, I, I've, I've, looking at all the calamities in governmental decisions and statements, I think if you look at the history of things, if you go in the complete opposite direction, you're heading on a path to glory. Um, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> to end on this, um, where do you see, because you say you see it in a positive light, despite the doom and gloom of stuff. Where, hmm. What do you see as a future humanity then? What In your... Because you, you can see the agenda, the plan, the set that they want us to be. But what do you see? What is the ideal scene that you see in our future? Uh, well, I see it. And we'll, obviously, time will, as time prevails, we'll see more and more as what it is. But um, there's a, all I can say is there's a lot of work going on. Uh, as we said, there's a groundswell. There's a lot of work kind of going on, not necessarily in the black market, but um, in, <laughs> in, 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 well, there's work going on that all the time. But yeah. um, there's actually work going on as in positivity and good people. Like if you look at the World Doctors Alliance, there's the World uh, Freedom Alliance. I mean, there's, there's loads of people who are thousands and thousands of doctors across the world have um, are uniting together, not just doctors, there's scientists, there's, um, you know, there's accountants, there's, there's solicitors, there's lawyers, there's barristers, they're all willing to come together for uh, humanity and basically say that um, we're going to have our own world if that is the case, like I've signed up to FAFTA, which is the Freedom Airways, um, and if you sign up to that as well, and they'll, you, you 
there'll be a world basically where you don't have to have these masks, you don't have to have these vaccines, you're medical free, you don't have to show us this or prove this as all. We're going to create a freedom of speech world, a freedom of, of uh, you know, bodily integrity. Anything you want to do, you're inalienable in rights. So it actually comes back to originally. That are being, so, did you say, so you say FAFTA? FAFTA, F-A-F-T-A. It's an acronym for, I think, Freedom Airways. Um, so probably if you type in fafta.com and or probably duckduckgo I use because Google, if you type yeah. it in, it gives you something completely different yeah, at times. It is, yes. Um, or type in uh, <clears throat> World Freedom Alliance as worlddoctorsalliance.com and stuff like that as well. And they'll give you kind of um, areas to go into uh, as to what's going on. But the, as I get back to the, the question you were saying is, um, I'm, I'm feeling positive. You might say, well, well, show me the positivity. Why were you so positive? <laughs> yeah. like, you know, can, can I get 10% of your positivity to keep me going over the next yeah. couple of months? Something like that. I just feel that the from the research and stuff I've been doing, and it would take another podcast to explain the whole thing for it to really make sense. But when the average Joe public on the street, male or female, is kind of seeing this as random events, these just accidentally happen. It's a bit here and a bit there. So it's like the easiest thing I can describe is if it was like this jigsaw puzzle and was scattered all over the floor. That's what the, the people in the comments and some of them are going further into the comments, some of the people who are kind of half awake are kind of seeing okay there's a bit here and a bit there and like oh it's getting worse now and that really makes sense how do i make sense of this but i can say from the research that's often doing that that jigsaw is nearly complete it, it's it's getting it's it's getting closer and closer to actually see what is what is going on what has been around for a long long time and people say how come it's going on now like a lot of people in the last 12 months never heard of the world economic forum before said the last 12 months but that's been there for decades yeah. it's i think so but it's how can we analyze it now how come so these things have always been there but yeah. now they've got to a stage in their plan or their agenda where to make it, to put it off, as they would like to say, they kind of have to enter the room for want of a better uh, terminology. So they have to show their ugly head. They have to show their, their evilness and they basically have to kind of come on as and say, look, that's what they're getting brazen and more brazen by day of kind yeah. of showing us stuff in our face. And they're kind of going, geez, you're not really hiding some of this stuff anymore. It's kind of there. But I'm just kind of going, I'm in a frame or mind or mindset that this is all going over in turn time. So what? So you kind of get back to, okay, so what world do you vision? It's hard to say, is, is it going to be 12 months? Is it going to be 24 months down the road? But you can say there's so much work going on in the background uh, at the minute. I'm feeling positive and good at actually what's going on. There's sort of millions and millions of people on our actual side of things. And not just people that are talking on Facebook or maybe doing a podcast. There are actually people as well who is not just getting information out, but actually doing stuff like they're, they're trying to hold government's uh, accountability. There's loads of different states in America that's all the barristers over there and they're holding uh, uh, different states accountable to what's going on. There's certain mm -hmm. states open to what's going on and certain countries across the world are actually doing this as well. So I'll say to people, it's, it sounds doom and gloom and you can go on about Agenda 21, Agenda 24 and all these agendas, kind of, oh geez, what are we going to do about it? Well, the, the thing is they're telling us for a long time what's ahead, but humanity, that doesn't have to mean it has to materialize or come in okay. to actually happen. The thing is, because humanity can be the roadblock or the barrier, the steps in the way. It might be 2023, and they go, actually, enough is enough. We're not doing this anymore. And then there's nothing they can do. But they're rolling out this agenda, and they have been for a long, long time before and this pandemic happened. Um, but the positive note is this, this can all end. This can all stop. But it has to has to come back to humanity, grow on a backbone, realizing they're human, and realize that nobody owns you or nobody has ownership over you. And you can, like get groups of people who are awake or get people in the field who who really wants to move forward because we know the people going to a coma they're going to be there for the next two years and three years they're going to still sit in that coma they're never ever going to get out of it again and unfortunately that's the way they are but like i said just give me my blessings and and move on and that's kind of it i want to be in a world where you know you're free and like you're born free and i'm going to remain free and I, by me simple things i was doing others i just don't uh bow down to these measurements like i'm not where i've never I've, I've, worn, I've been so many shops i've never worn any masks you get asked and you get this and you get other things I just still go in the shop. I never, lucky enough, got so much hassle that, you know, it ended up in a bus stop or anything like that. 
but um, I'm, I'm prepared to do these things. But people are kind of going, come up to the shop door, oh, I better just put on for a few minutes. I'm only getting 10 minutes of groceries. It's like, no, just just decide you're human. I said, who, who's controlling you? Because Boris Johnson said in the screen, in the dark suit, you must wear these going into shops now. This is mandatory and this, 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 and this. It's like, who is he? Is he paying your bills? What is he doing? He's nobody. I have no allegiance to Boris Johnson or the United Kingdom government or anybody across the world that way. So I'm not going to, if he gets into that mentality and maybe take the consequences that might come ahead for basically being human and realizing you're human and, and that nobody controls you, nobody's the power to, they'll have, you have to have the illusion of power and they want to control you. And if you keep control, because they're very fearful, these people who are really, really in the core of all this, they're quite, they're a small little group of people that are very, a niche group. They're very tight in what they're doing. And they're but they're shaking they're like they're very very scared in what they're doing because they know the numbers could turn all of a sudden because they know that that's what they need to have humanity the common denominator between everything that's been on the last 12 months has been divide and conquer tactic which has been yeah. used throughout history be it be it divide the simplest <coughs> thing like uh if you're on if you're on a train for example you can't um sit beside somebody there's a sticker going across it or something like that yeah. that's done on purpose because if, if me and you were sitting together me or somebody i didn't know sitting together i kind of hey mate i'm on a train for an hour and a half hey man, i think this thing is going on at the moment <laughs> yeah, exactly, and yeah. all of a sudden you start making sense of friendships and all of a sudden you start to kind of go okay this guy's awake as well so they want everything to be divided you know yeah. i mean i mean we could go through all the analysis and all of the logical stuff as we know they're completely insane they're complete everything's an inversion um just to say just just people get on as, as best they can with their lives i know every individual is slightly different or has a different background where they come from it might be as easy to uh, non-compliance if you want to put it that way but um the sooner that happens because the answer is staring straight in the face the more humanity sticks together and say enough is enough and then this will come back to normal a lot quicker than, than we want that we would like of course we want it to come back as quick as we can but unfortunately we're waiting for sort of more people to wake up and, wake up. and all and not just wake up as well because you can say oh geez we could be here for a long time but there's a lot of people actually in the background doing court situations across the world holding people to account and even asking them the simple question of you need to prove to us say governments you need to prove to us uh we're not even talking about the pcr we know all the pcrs are scamming all that stuff but you need to prove to us you're saying there's an emergency here Proved us where the emergency is because I don't see any emergency because the reality is on the TV and the radio and, and the ranks in the morning papers, there's there's huge hysteria, mass explosion that of you know fakeness going on across the world. But in people's reality around them, they're kind of going in the human world, not the virtual world, in the human world, kind of going, actually, uh everything's normal to me as such. Like <laughs> exactly yeah. like what, what's going on here? It's a different reality on TV, and they're running scared, and that's why the propaganda has to be hyped time and time and time again all the time and yeah. you always know us it's always a one-sided story all the time they never get anybody on that talks extremely bad about vaccines or says it in a bad light just as an independent why are some not even me but why are so many uh, doctors and physicians and people across why are they getting banned and censored i mean there's a whole load of them that have been banned uh, dr erickson dr Botar. i mean there's, there's a whole list of them um dolores cal i think julie mike just got banned and lot of stuff as well why are these people that 40 50 years you know such a good uh, reputation in their field all of a sudden they're uh, they're getting banned and um, because they don't want the, the truth of course getting out and a lot of these doctors inside these places know um that the, this is going is a scam some of them come out with whistleblowers but the ones that are sitting there is they're sitting there because we know something is so wrong but the consequence for me for coming out and saying that is mm. i've seen the other girl that done it shit she got plastered all over the media now her parents are not her family's not talking to her uh you know she's she's problems now with the bank now she can't get her a job so she can't pay the mortgage it goes on and on and on and on, and on. so that that's what's so your kind of unfortunately because of some of those people's actions the people who are staying silent are worse because they know what's going on but your your silence is, is complicit in the crime against humanity that's going on on global scales so you need to speak out because now is the time to speak out uh, you know before we go 12 months down the road again because it has mm. to get a lot worse unfortunately before it gets better and yeah. all this could have been stopped before christmas if humanity decided to 
call yeah. a backbone, as we say, and say, enough is not, I'm just not complying. I don't care. You can put it, whatever emergency laws or regulations or acts or whatever you want to do, they're all absolute garbage. They're not got to do my inalienable rights. And I'm not bound down to fascist dictatorship of a government. Boris Johnson, you can do whatever you want. I'm not interested. I'm just taking you all my life, extracting the problem instead of trying to take a hundred different solutions. I'm just extracting the problem from my life and getting on as best as I can with my life and uh, trying to share information, get it out to others so they can drop the seeds wherever I can. And they can basically say, okay, I see what this Chris guy is saying is, Sounds a bit reasonable, sounds a bit logical. I'll um I'll go away and question what you're saying. By all means, go away and question what I'm saying, do your own research on it, and um see where you come back to then. So that's where we're kind of uh at, I guess, at the moment. So <laughs> okay, that right. kind of answers that in a bit of a long-winded way. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, where do people find you then? And uh what's the best uh, places for them to go and find what you've named a few of these sites, etc. But yeah, where do people find you? Um, so if you want to go on to suppose the easiest way is if you just go on to mindwars.uk just all one word m-i-n-d-w-a-r-s.uk and people will find my website on that and it's just i've just launched it since christmas gone you'll find all the podcasts on that if you want to listen to audio and you'll have another section where you want to just listen to all the videos and there's one part if it says i think it's highlighted in green or some color if you actually type in or click on the bitchute channel on that which it says bitchute channel on it it's just a link click into that and you'll get to see some extra videos that are inside in it because i have to set up an extra part of my website base that will show I'll put down as like useful videos or something that where it's doctors talking about the alleged vaccine and it's a murder weapon and so on and so on. So you'll find a couple extra videos if you click on that on the website and go into my actual uh, BitChute channel as well. Um, I'm on Minds as well. I'm just, I'm new to Minds. It's kind of like another social networking okay. platform. Uh, I'm just getting used to that in the last two weeks. So I'm still working out that at the minute um, and seeing what how good, bad or indifferent it is because we know nobody can stay in these, you know, these uh, fascist Facebooks and all these kind of things forever because the censorship is going through the roof and they're not the place to stay on them anyway. I mean, you know, YouTube is not the place either to be to be staying. So trying to find a few more platforms yeah. as well. There's loads of brand new tube, there's Rumble, there's LBRY, um, there's there's Gab TV. I mean, there's lots of them. I've tried out some, some were like not worked with others. I'm still going through at the moment to see can I, as, as we say, we'd want to pull our eggs into one basket. So the bit of development there in the background as, as we're going on okay. to see what which is which and which is the best avenue to kind of go down as well and put more time into because it's not just doing the podcast is one thing but it's all the, the hours of research beforehand afterwards then it's, it's the editing it's getting clips it's getting links it's getting this and putting it all together it can be time consuming but on top of that it's uploading to certain channels so people just think because people are more familiar with youtube and that that uploads almost instantly you know within an hour or whatever it is and there's no hassle but likes of Bitchu, who are quite as great freedom of speech, I've had even so much hassle myself with, with Bitchu. I had one, it took a couple of days, days to actually upload. So, so you upload it, delete, upload it again, you're on to what's going on here. Um, so it's frustrating. That takes hours and hours of your time simply just trying to upload certain videos. Other videos will go up in 20 minutes. You know, right. so I don't know what is going on. All I know is when I did write to Bitchu that um, they said since January, they've taken on way more people, way more staff. They've actually got more servers on board as well to cope with the demand. And why they're getting so much demand at the moment is because obviously YouTube and these other platforms have been censored, so people need another place to go. And all of a sudden they're jumping on the bandwagon and bitch you and a few others. And the guys back there are like, whoa, shit, we can't, whoa, there's too many coming all of a sudden. It's like, we can't handle all this. So yeah. um, you have to kind of bear with them for now. They don't have all the bells and whistles as YouTube have. They don't have a live stream and a few other things, but they're working on all that stuff as well to get these things as, as the year rolls on. So um, are you excited about Donald Trump's new platform that's coming? I've, I've heard about it. I haven't read, I've seen the kind of top headlines and stuff on it, but I haven't read too yeah. much into it. I was thinking is it really something to even look into and how much people would think, oh, he'd be for freedom of speech, or of course not. But I mean, yeah. what else controls it? So I'd be very, very skeptical of that. Um, it's uh, going to have sponsors, obviously, it must do, because otherwise it'd be a business model knowing Donald Trump. So yeah. he has to appease and please whoever's going to be the highest bidder, I suppose. I don't know. 
I'd be very, very skeptical on that before anybody jumps into it. So, because you know, <laughs> the, 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 the Donald listeners, they, they might want to make him out to be. So, um, yeah, that's that's that, mm. anyway. So, okay, right. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. And uh, that was uh, Chris Ryan. You can find him at the, as he just said, there at mindwars.uk. Is it mindwars.uk? Yes, .uk, yeah. I wonder what happened to the old .k. That must have gone. Mindwars.uk. Brilliant. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, please visit fatherfinney.com or find me on Facebook at Father Finney's Congregation or on YouTube and soon to be BitChute, as you were saying. Yes. Um, and also you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Father Finney because I am rather thirsty and peasant-like and on that note podcast away thank you for listening you can find me at fatherfinney.com you can follow me at facebook or you can subscribe at youtube.com or please buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash fatherfinney please buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash fatherfinney Oh, look, you're still here. That's nice, isn't it? Thank you for staying. Uh, look, as a little bonus for you, um, after the interview, Chris and I were just having a conversation, which turned out to be going for about 40 minutes. But I've just taken out some little bits, just where I was discussing issues <clears throat> I have with humanity. Um, yes, I am a human, so therefore I am technically having an issue with myself. But yes, uh, the issues I'm having with society at the moment, particularly in the United Kingdom, and then we talk about divide and rule. Uh, what happens, um, what's going on, the big game that basically gets everyone fighting each other. Like some of you may have listened to this and gone, bah, 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 and you've taken a side. That's divide and rule. So yeah, here's uh, a bit more, a little bit of a bonus for you. Just what we're discussing, state of mind, the, the fact that your body's your own sovereign state, so to speak, and... The Great Divide and Rule. This show will probably get the most comments. I'll probably get the most feedback. It'll either be like what he said or that guy's mental. It'll be one or the other. I, I never get a middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going, you're going to get, yeah, one way yeah. or other. But I hope I kind of, for your show, I hope I kind of answered maybe in a long roundabout way for certain things, but I hope I kind of answered yeah. what you wanted to achieve from the podcast itself. That um... Well, I want to help people uh, in their mental health. And the, the biggest problem I'm having with my mental health is my reality with society. Yeah, it's it's like it's all very well. I can look with appreciation and all these great glib things that people say in memes or how you do and what you should do to improve your own mental health. And I can meditate and whatnot. But then I still got to interact with the fucking insanity that is outside my front door. And that is the issue I'm having is. I, I don't want it to I don't want to have a tipping point where I become like. Uh, some sort of lunatic with a gun. Yeah, it's, it's been quite, that's, that's what kind of uh, said, you know, besides what I said, that complicity of humanity is one thing over the last 12 months, but I'm just, just, you know, there's nobody raging overall. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> of protests here, there, and wherever else, but like, you know, nothing to make any successful yeah. difference in what they are. I mean, a lot of people have different opinions of protests as to what they are. Are they good or they bad? You go, ah, you're waste time. Well, you, you can come down to a simple thing as well. The day you walk off the battlefield, it ends. That's it. You haven't achieved much. If you walk off the battlefield at six o'clock, they even get your coffee and into the car and go home. <laughs> you haven't achieved your job you know, your job hasn't been achieved so they're more yeah. of a more of a solidarity event more of like you know we're not going to achieve much overall but it's more just a solid solidarity event and saying look we're coming together brothers and sisters and having a great day out that's that's why what it kind of is overall i mean and it was yeah. never as obvious as last weekend when people uh, a couple hundred thousand people or so marched to london and there's not one thing the police could do so it just shows when you're in numbers these yeah. people have no power authority there's not one single thing they can do they have the illusion of power that people give them all right when it yeah. actually comes down to it, they don't actually have the power that they uh, 
they let on to be as well. And a lot of these people are awake inside the you know the police force or the nursing industry. And all that. They are awake, but as I said, they're like I'm just like you're in silence. You know what's going on. Will you please just speak out and tell us because yeah. I get the question kind of going. I hear what you're saying, Chris, but how come it's only a few doctors? How come it's only a few nurses speaking out? How come if they know so are they the mad ones inside in each hospital? How come the rest of them don't speak out? Well, I said it's, it's it's very easy. I've just answered your question. A lot of malware inside. This is uh, like just sixty to seventy percent of them won't even take the vaccine inside the place. And the uh, yes. government are having a bit of an uphill struggle. I believe it was yesterday or so. They said something over here as well that they're trying to make it mandatory now. Yes, so that's the idea. Stuff. Yes, yeah, that's the core. That's another form of coercion into what it is. And people say to me, "Oh well, sure, we'll all be going hand this next year, Chris, and you won't be." And I go, "No, no, no." I said, "You're making mistakes. This will get. I'm positive this will get overturned fine." Unfortunately, uh, we had 12 months with no holidays. We might have given another 12 months, maybe 16 months. We don't know yet. Says. But the fact of the matter is, get that thing in your arm. So that inoculation of debt, get that in your arm. Says. There's no reversing it. It's not like RFID chip or uh, uh, not Bill Gates, um, Elon Musk, Neuralink or something. They can, you can get implanted, but you can yeah. also get back out again. Yes, what yeah. this is, says, this is 100% irreversible. You can't get this stuff out again. Um, so and people are just they don't have the informed consent that everybody every human should have full informed consent but they're not being given uh, informed consent people even even trying to spell simple things out for people that like do you realize the commodity you are to the pharmaceutical industry to the mafia that are, are criminal criminals on next level scale and you're willing to what because you can go 14 days in the holidays or go see i don't know metallica next weekend or whatever the case is like it's like this is irreversible like because you obviously don't understand the dangers because if you actually had done some proper critical thinking proper research you would go actually oh yeah this this is this is a big chat i'm actually getting this this is not like another vaccine um antifa would be lined up there with bricks and they'd be all the like ballot labs it looked like something from the ira back in the day and they'd just be there and you know antifa standing for you know so-called anti-fascist but you couldn't be any more than the fascists another yeah, yeah. everything's an inversion again you see as, as, as things go on and we know yeah. sorrows behind these things and sorrows is behind black lives matter i mean the dots and connections just go on and go on and go on all the time so uh, people and that's why everyone's so divided at the moment. It's, it's like you're, you're Jewish or you're gay or you're LGBT or you're transgender or who gives a shit? Like, you know, Ike explains it actually to the best, to be honest, when he really simplifies it and talks about, um, you know, all these genders that are going on and all these labels. The yeah. more, and he's, he's, I'm quoting from him now. He, he really, you're self-identifying, you self-identify all these labels. And, but the more you self-identify with all these labels, the more you would get into subcategories and some smaller groups of all these labels, you get smaller and smaller and smaller. And what happens is humanity divides and humanity kind of face off black, white, Indian, doesn't matter where. So you face off and you bicker. I mean, the, that, the, the feminazis, as I call them, now they're bickering with the LGBT, now they're, they're transgender on their case. And now the <laughs> women are getting, getting a bad from Biden in the States, which was always a thing anyway, because they attacked men a couple of years ago with the, uh, the toxic masculinity was going around for a long time. Yeah. And then, you know, and they thought, oh, we're, we're okay now, all women, women's rights, it's just a singular women, not anything else got to do any, no letters involved in it. And all of a sudden, then the order coming out for the women, Biden, of course, of course, is going out for all the women. You can just claim you're a, a male and a female body or whatever. And all of a sudden, now you can play all the, the, the sports that the women were just singularly playing. Uh, yeah. That. And that's all done into for humanity to act and, and, and collude and fight amongst themselves. These bickering, silly little battles. We've just realized, like, if you stop self-identifying with the labels and who you are, it doesn't matter if you're gay or Jewish or black or Muslim or Chinese, who gives a shit? We're just yeah. like in this body, like given a like a vessel, and we're here for 10 years, 17, 18 years, we don't know. But it's just a life experience we're kind of going through. It doesn't matter what I look like. Or if I'm Asian this minute and you're bloody Tom Cruise or whoever you could be, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who or what we are. It, mm. it matters kind of what we we do with our life and what is. But when we get when society and all the, all the social media and all the groups kind of and all the governments because we need to be inclusive we need to be versatile we need to be sustainability all these stupid words words that they come out with it's like that's just another word say divide 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 and people just stop for a few minutes and even when the black lives matter stuff came in last year they just stop for a few minutes 
and just took, took a deep breath and go, hold on a second, and just looked over their head and realized, ah, who's actually pulling the strings? What's yeah. all this about? It just take that deep breath and time out for a second and stop getting involved in all these so-called human battles with humanity. But there's no need because the bigger agenda is zoom. It's just like in a Ferrari. It's just passing you right around the corner. <laughs> and, you, and you're just kind of go, oh, I didn't even see that. It's gone so quickly. But I'm, I'm still going to argue over about what a Zionist and what if he's anti-Semitic. It's, not, it's, it's irrelevant. In the whole global context of things, it's totally irrelevant to actually what is going on. And that's all orchestrated and pushed by the media and the powers behind the media done on purpose. So it sets humanity off sort of bickering over the most silly, stupidest things while they're carrying on with the real agenda, while you were occupied bickering over a Zionist and somebody is anti-Semitic and something else down the road. When in the grand scheme of things, it's absolutely irrelevant. I don't really care. Like your, your opinions are meaningless to me. The fact is, I don't let that affect me. That's the difference. Another person would kind of go, oh, Jesus, kind of, he was kind of quite angry saying it. Kind of, I kind of thought about it an hour later. It was quite, maybe he's right. And it was kind of quite hurtful. It really set in me. And what he said actually made a difference in my life. That's the difference where I cut off. So it's not that I'm non-human or something and I don't have feelings. It's mm. just, I don't let like the next door neighbor or somebody, I don't, they mean nothing to me. I don't mean it in a bad way that I'm going to shout at them, they're, they're horrible people. But they mean nothing in the sense as in they have no power, they have no effect over my life. Why? Because I choose for them not to have any effect or control over my life. I'll have a cup of tea and I'll have a chat and do whatever. But if they're kind of saying things or they're cribbing about, oh, you're parking out there and you shouldn't be there and all this, all this how come your gates are always open on my side or what silly, stupid things, wherever it is. I'm like, I don't really care what you think. Your opinions do not care. But when you get into that and really not just say it in words, when you actually really get taken on board and say, I really don't care. But that takes a lot. I mean, a lot for people to get to that stage to kind of go, I don't really care. Your words just like, just brush off me straight away. You call me whatever you have. But you're, I'm not going to let my life be affected because of certain buzzwords you told me or said about me that you maybe you believe are correct. I, I can make them decisions for myself. I know what I'm like. I know I've done some bad things. I know I've done some good things. But that's up to me to basically repent or whatever word you want to put it on. And I look at myself. I'm the one who's looking at myself in the mirror, not you. So what you say, you're here today, gone tomorrow, keyboard warrior, next door neighbor, wherever you are. <laughs> you're here, you know, it, I mean, yeah. if you see where I go on the point. Anyway, yes. It just goes on and on and on. Yeah. 